Hello everyone, this is China Paradigm, where we, Dashi Consulting, interview seasoned entrepreneurs in China. Hello everyone, I'm Matthew David, the founder of Dashi Consulting, a market research company in China, and it's podcast China Paradigm, and today I'm with Android Ju. You are the CEO of Edonred. Edonred is this very large company, listed company, world company, and you have been uh, at the start of the CRM business in China 14 years ago. 14 years ago, nearly 15 years ago, I think. So you have seen CRM businesses change tremendously with the management of social media. Now we talk even about social CRM. And you post on our LinkedIn, and I'm very interested in and that certainly be my first question, CRM 4.0. So what is CRM 4.0 and so on? So you have been working on CRM for uh, enough time to see the evolution and the changes in China. Uh, of the CRM system, but back before we we we, we talk about that, I like to say to talk about Eden Red. Eden Red is a large group, a French group. Um, I mean, most French people know it because it's very involved in prepaid cards. And you, you will correct me afterwards if I if I'm not correct. The loyalty to what to what employees you have like tickets to go to the restaurant uh, in 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 Europe or in France specifically, a prepaid card to pay your oil to 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 drive and loyalty system. Uh, to 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 make your uh, employees loyal and, and to uh, to to create some welfare for them, but also uh, for clients. I feel in China the business is slightly different. Uh, the, the the business to to get uh, uh, tickets for restaurants is not existing not that much. Maybe actually people who are listening to us don't even know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's too French or too European. Uh, and uh, I feel that you have focused much more on the CRM business and. I'd like to know more about it. But first of all, thank you very much for being with us. And um, my first question will be then about what you do now at Eden Red, what, what, you, what you sell at Eden Red, and to give a bit an idea of the size, number of uh, maybe clients, number of uh, uh, process, payments you're processing, uh, um, number of interaction processing with clients, to get an idea of what you, what's going on at Eden Red in China. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, it's uh, uh, very uh, happy to be uh, uh, able to talk with you. And then, uh, indeed, you know a lot about uh, Eden Red as a group uh, back in uh, uh, Europe, uh, France. Uh, indeed, it's pretty a uh, big company. Uh, we started, uh, uh, in fact, uh, 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 the, the, the famous ticket restaurant business uh, almost like half a century ago. Uh, <clears throat> while in China, uh, we started this kind of business, but then uh, very soon we realized uh, probably it was not the right product. That is why when I joined this company at that time, we had this uh, uh, prepaid business while uh, we are, are not uh, confident about like if it's going to be uh, uh, profitable in this market. This is why at that point of time, we'd like to introduce something new to this market. This is why like I was the first one to really develop this uh, uh, CIM service in China. So uh, uh, to, uh, uh, to come back to the, your question about like oh, how is the size of the business here? So today in China, we have uh, around 100 employees and we are servicing uh, 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 20 something uh, key clients, which we have a full team of uh, account service, IT technology, consulting. And we also have another uh, business unit, which is uh, uh, the, 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 the product part which is targeting SME, <clears throat> the small uh, uh, SME uh, 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 restaurants. And that part, we are in fact uh, uh, having uh, also uh, around 30 clients already. And in terms of the uh, for, consumer for data... Sorry, sorry? You, you said like uh, the, 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 the other part, what, what is it precisely? Um, you, you said it's divided in okay, two parts. Yeah. One is CRM and the other one? <clears throat> so, uh, in fact, uh, all our uh, products and services are surrounded. Uh, are, uh, the core is CIM. It's just that we used to have the CIM customization service along with the technology solution consulting service and the ongoing account service. Uh, and then uh, uh, starting from last year, we uh, decided to move to another path, which is uh, targeting SME clients okay. because 
apparently they also need CIM while uh, uh, they don't need the comprehensive like a uh, 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 customization or a consulting service. I see that is the clients you were talking about. Yes. I see. I understood. Okay. Um, so going back to what you wrote on your LinkedIn profile, CRM 4.0, uh, could you tell us what the CRM mm. 1.0? Uh, you have been in business for 15 years, so you, you have seen the evolution. How do you define different steps of CRM businesses in China? And I, 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 if, you, if you don't mind, I, 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 we are much more focusing on China, so don't hesitate to, to focus on specificities for the Chinese market. Yeah, I, I'm happy you asked the question about like specifically focusing on China because uh, CIM 4.0 is exactly uh, uh, unique to China, uh, which probably are not uh, not uh, 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 heard about or prevalent in rest of the world yet. So let's go back to CIM 1.0. So at the 1.0 time, it's more like uh, uh, what's uh, what started in hotel and airlines industry, like when uh, 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 when there is a uh, customer service needs. So at that time, 1.0 is more, CIM 1.0 is more like, okay, we, we are like a call center. We are okay. service and we, we say like, we are customer relationship management. So uh, uh, apparently these are all from the uh, developed uh, markets from the US, from the Europe. And then 2.0 is more like, okay, so uh, we have seen that uh, we can do better with this customer service and the data we have collected. So, uh, so here it's, it's not only IT customer service teams are involved more, we are having a marketing team involved to see like, okay, so we've got like millions of customers. So maybe we, we don't have to service every one of them the same way because the cost is very different. Right. Yes. So, so uh, that that was the time when segmentation started, and when uh, the 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 customer tiering started, and you started to have like, okay, you are the gold card holder or you are the silver card holder. This kind of uh, segmentation started. So that's two point zero, and still uh, the the. U.S. market and the European market are dominating uh, this 2.0 because this is like a where uh, all the hotels, airlines have developed a very uh, a comprehensive, mature loyalty program around it. So uh, uh, when we talk about CIM uh, and then uh, 1.0 and 2.0 at that time, uh, the time is also when I joined the, the, the Internet China in 2004. So at that time, so uh, uh, every best case, best practice we are importing from the US or the European market. But then gradually we can see that around like in 2010, we see that e-commerce is really growing super fast in China and we started to have social media. So uh, uh, 3.0, in fact, it started, we say like if we have a timeline uh, for that, it's more like in 2010, starting in, in China. At that time, like the, the CIM trend has been switched. The focus, at least from agency point of view, I don't see any best practice which, which is gonna work in China anymore. We have to create our own best practice given the, uh, uh, the social media and also the uh, e-commerce booming uh, environment. And then- So that's CIM uh, 3.0 yeah, is linked to e-commerce and more specifically, uh, adapted to China or coming from China, from the best practices in China. Yes. Yeah, so remember at that time, everybody's talking about the O2O or reverse O2O. It's like online to offline, offline to online. But then uh, really at the end, everybody's talking about the omni-channel because uh, it's like a, it's, it's like a new channel is not like cannibalizing the old channel. It's more like providing more uh, better experience to the consumers, right? And then uh, we see that in the, the trends for 2018, it's the, that's the timeline for uh, 4.0 to start to uh, uh, take the lead because uh, we can see that thanks to, to the old, all the 4G network, to the smartphones, so uh, all, uh, and, all, and the WeChat, of course, like e-commerce, like all the data we used to need to spend a lot of time or energy or budget to connect. It's so easy to be connected. Mm -hmm. And then, what do we do with the data? 
it's like a data is in the new economy data is the assets of a company right of a brand and then if you don't really deal with the data or you don't make sure that you make full use of the data then the the the, the value of the data of your assets is going to be depreciated not appreciated right so uh, with the all the data so uh, easily connected and also um, everyone almost is able to access to the data insights. We are not talking about like, oh, okay, I, I, I show you or I use my consulting team, top-notch team uh, to, to uh, work on the fancy BI tool or even the, 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 the best, uh, uh, best uh, uh, data modeling to share with your result. No, no, we are not talking about that. That can be only understood from the corporate level. Now we are talking about the users in the front line, the uh, sales team, the sales team, they probably they don't have a university degree. They are just high school graduates, and they but they have a smartphone, where you can also push the data insight for them, like a kind of like no brainer insight for them to see like oh what I'm doing good for myself yesterday. So what I'm going to do today when a customer go uh, comes to my store, can I recognize her? Can I uh, uh, can I know uh, uh, what shall I do? To her, it's like uh, not only call her name, but also to understand. Not honestly, you don't have to understand. It's just like what products do I need to recommend to her today? So all the data at the end, we we think at the 4.0 period is very exciting. That it's like available at the fingertips of everybody. Not only like I stay at the corporate level in the meeting rooms of the headquarters. Um, I'd like to make sure that I understand fully. When you say CRM 4.0 compared to CRM 3.0, the difference is that CRM 3.0, it was divided into laptop, maybe mobile, and the shop. And it was hard to interconnect the different relationship you could have with the same client. I go to a shop, I go to my, my desktop, I go to my laptop, and you don't interconnect. But with the phone, which is following me in the shop, which is following me at home, where I interact with all my social media and WeChat, uh, you can actually uh, identify me through the different touch points I have with, with, with your brand. Is, is, it, is, it, is it correct? Uh, this is also part of the uh, uh, experience from the consumer side. Uh, uh, I, I think at the end, uh, all the CM, what we are talking about is like servicing the consumers, right? So uh, the consumer experience uh, uh, at 4.0 is indeed what you are describing. Is that it's, it's like all uh, seamless. No matter I am in your e-shop, e-commerce websites or I am on your brand's social media uh, accounts or I am at your store. Do, do, you, do you do it through the, the, the key uh, differentiation now, the key aspect, technological aspect, is it the phone or is it what Alibaba and other have called the unique identity? I can't remember exactly the words they're using, but there is a word to say there is a unique identity we can track on all whatever platform. We can display advertisement, we can display, uh, we, can, we can know um, which phone is, is, is basically to which phone it's linked. We can know the, the name exactly, but we do not kind of which, to which phone it's linked at the end. Is it what you're talking about or you're talking about specifically the device? Uh, not the specifically a device, but more it's like a unique ID. I see. Unique okay. ID across all the channels. Okay, okay. In order to use this unique ID, uh, do you define your unique ID? Or you work with the companies in the like of Alibaba and Tencent. Uh, in fact, uh, 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 for us, uh, as we are the uh, CIM specialist, so we help the client to design this unique ID so that it okay. can be recognized across different channels. Okay, yeah, because the, the unique ID that Alibaba or Tencent may provide and in the web, in the, the, the Google and Facebook and so on, it's very blurry. You don't really know where they are going to target, get information and so on. So by defining yourself it, you're able to master much more how you define uh, the, the, the identity of a client. That, that, am, am I correct? 
you are exactly correct because this is also something we see in the trend for 2019 for CIM because like in the past two uh, in the past two years we can see Alibaba Tencent they have really repositioned them, themselves as like a, a platform economy and they have all the data and they they, they are able to uh, really to uh, uh, monetize all these data so they have their own closed loop ecosystem for uh, with all the data on their platform. However, uh, uh, when they approach a brand, if the brand is not uh, clear head enough, they will need to choose one ecosystem. And they, in fact, what you said is exactly right. That, 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 that ecosystem is kind of a blurry to them because uh, that's the, the way, the business model of that ecosystem, right? Or the plat economy, a platform economy. So uh, now the trend is that the, the older brands, no matter they are big or small, they have realized that if they only rely on a third party platform, if they don't build up their own database, it's, it's gonna be very risky. Mm. Uh, what if, um, if, a, if a company wants to work with you, what do they need to provide you and to, to build uh, before working with you to make sure it, it makes sense to build a strong CRM with you? Um, one of the things they may have to do is to get a DMP, that I mentioned platform, for instance, or that's something you provide, for instance, one of the questions. The other question is, uh, on, if, uh, on your clients, should, should your clients come with a CSV where they identify phone number emails? or they should give you access to all the social media they have and you put what we call in the West the pixels, you can track them or, or cookie and so on. Could you tell us more about how you onboard a client? Yeah, uh, in fact, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it, uh, it seems you know quite a, quite a lot about this kind of uh, uh, process. Uh, for us, for a, 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 a big uh, retail client, in fact, we don't, uh, uh, pre-require a lot of uh, conditions uh, because every client has their own different uh, uh, internal ecosystem or external ecosystems. So uh, for us, it's more like uh, if they are the uh, the uh, client which is pretty big and they have the, the, the a lot of uh, uh, customization requirements, we will uh, uh, send our consulting team to, uh, to, uh, to sit with them to, to understand their ecosystem like, oh, uh, are you having your own uh, 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 retail stores, which ERP system or a POS system you are using? And uh, are, do you have e-commerce platform? Is it your own brand website or your third party uh, 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 e-commerce uh, marketplace? Do you have your social media? Uh, namely uh, WeChat official account or do you have the mini program so all the uh, channels we, we need to clearly identify uh, and to understand their strategy do they really want the uh, uh, a true omni-channel or they think that's like uh, our top top clients here in China is Sephora uh, who in fact uh, their JD.com yes we connect for them but then the JD.com or Timor uh, the sales for them is more like okay I am just using them as a as a, a advertising slot all the online sales are coming through my own uh, uh, brand website uh, brand e-commerce website so the different clients they have their own different uh, uh, positioning for their retail stores their e-commerce platforms so here is like what we need to really sit together with them to 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 audit uh, to understand uh, they are on different ecosystems and positions so that we are able to uh, help them to do the uh, uh, interface and at the end the, the ideal situation is that we have we build a central data platform a central uh, consumer data platform uh, what in fact interacts with all the different channels and in real time okay so all okay. the yes so you have a central data platform to collect information and then you have a mm -hmm. platform which is making it possible to interact with 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 the people uh and the different the different media um i I have a question, is it possible to be independent currently in this world? Um, Tmall, for instance, will not accept that you put some code, uh, anything to take out of the platform, as far as I understand. Uh, I think Tencent would have similar regulations. So the data you can extract from the Tmall 
uh, will uh, mostly be about the existing clients, uh, about uh, the, 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 the information on what they did in the shop, and uh, also the, the history with the, 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 um, the company. But you may not be able actually to extract uh, people data on people who are not bought, uh, would be people, uh, more data that you could wear your own website. Could you tell us more about how you work with those platforms which are a bit closed, like Tmall, Tencent, I mean, Alibaba, Tencent, and so on, um, and still keep independent? Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, uh, in fact, for, uh, Tencent and Alibaba, they have different positioning. Tencent is more open while Alibaba is a bit more closed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, we have two ways uh, to work with uh, Alibaba uh, Timor. One is that uh, uh, the brands we work with them are super brands. So they have a deal with Alibaba to, uh, to use a kind of like their own, uh, to have an interface with uh, the, the Alibaba uh, own CRM platform so we can connect very easily. Or uh, uh, we have another way is that uh, 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 as Eden Reds, we have our own certificates, ISV certificates, so that we can access to their data. But you are right that uh, the older data we access, in fact, are or, uh, all have to be like uh, the, 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 the data, uh, the, the consumers who, are, who has already uh, agreed to join uh, or, or give my information to this brand on Tmall. We don't, uh, we, we, we don't collect uh, any data, which is like, say like, oh, okay, random prospects, or we just, uh, or he's just uh, clicking the, 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 uh, the information of this brand. No, this is, uh, this is uh, of course, you can imagine, this is uh, what Alibaba has valued so much. So uh, uh, no matter what kind of program they run, they are not going to give away this kind of data. I see. Um you talked about uh, omni-channel. Omni -channel. Uh, could you describe the different channels which are included in omni-channel? So we, we think, of course, about offline and online as a first division. Is it what it means, omni-channel? It means more than this. Uh, Omni-channel, of course, like online, offline is the biggest one. Uh, but I want why we are now emphasizing omni-channel. It's more like a, a, a echoing what Jack Ma was talking about, like new retail. Because new retail is not, uh, uh, of course, like it sounds stupid to say hey, new retail vs old retail. But then, uh, uh, what new retail is really like uh, how we are able to operate offline stores like online stores. Hmm. And then here, data has played uh, a critical role to enable this kind of digital operation, even in uh, retail stores. How do you collect uh, data in stores? Do you have specific examples? We know some technology for like Beacon, which is making it possible to know where people are, to know the heat map and the traffic in the shopping mall, in the shop and so on. You have you see now facial recognition in China. Is it really a thing you, which is used? Or it's still that it's infancy, it's more like something to show up to, 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 for journalists to talk about, but actually it's not very used. Could you tell us the real status now of installed data? Yeah. In fact, in-store, uh, we are still uh, leveraging the, uh, uh, it, it, sounds, it sounds like old fashioned, but it's like exactly we leverage the, uh, uh, leverage the existing resources or what is, uh, 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 what is unique to in-store experience. So uh, we uh, leverage the, uh, uh, the uh, sales associate in the store or the sales promoter in the store to approach the consumers by using the uh, sales promoters, their own uh, mobile phone to, to, uh, to do the recruitment and say like, uh, I have my own digital QR, QR code mm -hmm. as my name card. So if a consumer use scan my QR code, then uh, you, you register immediately. And then in the, in the back office, the, the data side, then it recognizes like, hey, it's me, enjoys who recruited a new customer named Matthew today. I see. Yeah, that's I see. yeah. I see, I see. So it's mainly still interacting with the salesperson or the associate in the shop who's going to interact uh, with, with, um, uh, with the customer through the phone. Uh, so you make sure there is a point yes. of centralization of the data. And that's raising another question, mm -hmm. is that um, we actually have been asked by some questions, some clients, I'm, um, I'm, I'm not going to give the name now, but uh, the, the some clients were asking us, how do you deal with WeChat? 
all salespeople in just shop. They're using their own WeChat. They're adding the clients of the company on their yeah. own WeChat. If they go to the competitor, if they go somewhere else, they will kill them and push uh, for the product. And they become a small KOL, a small key, key opinion leader. They can influence people by the way they, they work. And in some way, the salesperson is becoming important again. It's not like linked only to, to a brand, mm. building his own community, his own relationship. How do you answer this question? Because I'm sure that some clients have come to, uh, to you with this, this question. Exactly. Uh, in fact, uh, I think the way <clears throat> we deal with that is that we are not like, a, oh, oh, I'm preventing you to use the WeChat. It's more like how I uh, leverage your practice and to make sure that uh, uh, the, all the interactions with the consumers belong to the company, to the brand, not to the, 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 the salesperson. So what, what we do is that, in fact, we have developed a product which is called Smart In Chain, uh, which is targeting the uh, uh, retail uh, sales staff. Uh, either it's in a APP format or on the WeChat work or, or mini program. So uh, uh, the, the, all the all the uh, sales promoters, their communication with their customers uh, happen through this application. How does it work exactly? Because people are so used to WeChat. If someone is asking me my contact, I don't even give my name card anymore because I'm in China and I'm so used to WeChat. Um, so I'm scanning them. Uh, I believe that the salespeople will have the same action when thinking about sharing contact. So do you force them to go to smart uh, in-chain or uh, smart in-chain is integrating WeChat? Well, how does it work? So uh, <clears throat> let's say like smart in-chain is like uh, uh, if it is on a, a WeChat mini program, the applications on WeChat mini program, I open okay. a smart in-chain, I'm the salesperson, I open a smart in-chain, then uh, in fact, uh, my uh, personal QR code is there. So uh, if... Uh, you, you are my customer. Uh, gets in, if you are my new customer, I ask, uh, are you my? Uh, uh, are you the member of our brand? If not, maybe uh, you can join today and you can have blah blah discounts or benefits today right away. So it will be simple for you to just scan my own, uh, my QR code and become the member very easily by just uh, binding something. Uh, it's, it's very quickly or just like a cell phone number. And then, uh, then uh, uh, next time you come into the store, you say like, oh, I'm already your member. So uh, I will ask like, oh, do, do, is it possible for you to give me your, uh, 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 your cell phone number so that I can check what kind of offers are available for you today? And so it's yeah, mo most likely you will be happy to give me your cell phone number, right? So I check from my uh, mini program to see like, oh, this is Matthew who was here like one month ago. He bought some uh, 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 like eye cream, which will be replenished like in two weeks. So today my job is really to recommend replenish of the eye cream. I'm taking the, uh, the like uh, skincare as an example. Mm -hmm. Or and also uh, uh, if the uh, uh, if the their smart in chain connected with our uh, powerful data model uh, then recommendation engine then uh, it will also recommend like oh probably Matthew uh, given his profile as like a French in Shanghai who's also interested in fragrance so okay. my recommendation list number two is fragrance I see. Um as far as I understand, Smart in Chain is a system which is going to be deployed on the different uh, social media or, or apps which are used. Could be WeChat, could be an, another one, uh, to collect information in order to avoid for the salesperson to use its own uh, identity. Do, does it mean that then when a salesperson is adding through Smart in Chain, it's not adding the personal identity of the WeChat? Oh, it's adding both. It's adding the personal identity and the client can see the moments and the WeChat of the, of the salesperson. Or it's closed within uh, a smart in-chain. I'm not very clear on this. It's closed within smart in-chain. Okay. Okay. So how do you interact then with the client? Is going to pop up some messages from the mini program, from the channels, the full or the channel uh, on WeChat? Or it's it's or how does it work? 
Yeah, so uh, if uh, you are my member, right, so uh, you would like to ask some question, uh, actually we are not connected personally. So uh, you can ask questions direct on uh, the brand's WeChat official account, and then uh, it will automatically direct to me as the person who recruited you, who are servicing oh, you. And okay. then from the, from the Smart In Chain application, I will be able to answer you back. And what you see is on the official uh, WeChat account, and then uh, we can do the uh, dialogue. I see. So you keep the relationship personal because it's redirecting to the person who added you initially. Uh, and the person who added you initially, mm -hmm. she's in the store and she has her phone uh, or his phone and is, a message is going to pop up to mm -hmm. say, oh, this client is talking to you and then you can answer. So if I see some salespeople in, in shops of your clients who are using their phone, they're not playing games, right? They may answer some, some, some messages to some clients. Yeah. Exactly. And they use their own phone. Yeah, exactly. And also uh, uh, for a lot of uh, uh, like skincare brands, they have a, a, a reservation uh, or invitation and it can also be uh, done through this way. So uh, as a, a customer, you make a reservation on the WeChat official account, then I receive the reservation and I, and it's on my calendar. I know that uh, on uh, uh, May 23rd, uh, 10 a.m., uh, my client uh, Matthew is coming for a 30 minutes consultation. Or, or, or like hand care, uh, massage, this kind of stuff. So uh, uh, it's also uh, 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 the, all the tasks uh, to service my customers are on my uh, on my smart in chain application. And also probably today I also have like ten calls to do to greet my customers who are having their birthday or or remind them of like oh your uh, your uh, points will be expired so come to collect your uh, your gift or something like that. Okay, very interesting because I always saw that in the shop sometimes the efficiency is very low. You see people waiting and so on, where actually uh, the clients uh, is active but outside mm -hmm. of the shop. So it's a way to interacting and call yeah. them where, where, when, when they have time. Um, you, you mentioned about the personal relationship and that uh, the person who added the client is going to answer. But the, uh, does it mean that you don't use chatbots? Does it mean that you don't integrate chatbots? So uh, chatbots, which can be based on simple answers like Q&A, so simple chatbot, or more sophisticated chatbot with a bit more like AI and, and, and sophistication. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very good question because in fact, uh, it's not like, a, 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 so uh, if uh, think about the scenario that you as a customer is initiating the question. So uh, uh, the first uh, first uh, uh, level is that uh, this question will be uh, redirected to the, uh, uh, if, if you are already a, a member, will be re re redirected to me who recruited you, who are servicing you. And then if I don't answer, then uh, within um, it's like uh, within maybe like a half an hour or one hour or two hours, I can't remember. There is a time frame. Uh, then uh, uh, it will be answered by the chat box uh, uh, automation, uh, uh, blah blah. This kind of uh, uh, techniques uh, behind, because okay. uh, really we wanted the, the consumer to, f the, especially the member, to feel that I am personally serviced by somebody. I see. I see. And and yeah, the yeah. uh, the salespeople also to take the opportunity as kind of like a service, high quality service, and also upsell opportunity. Interesting, because most of the time it's a reverse. You begin with a chatbot, and when it's too complicated, and chatbot cannot answer. You are directed to a personal uh, relationship. Here it's different. You are first in contact with someone with your initial contact. If he's busy, if if he's on holidays. Uh, then you are directed to a, to a chatbot. What's your opinion on chatbots? Are they really smart now? Is it, are we at a stage where chatbot can be smart? Uh, to be honest, uh, I think uh, uh, the chat box, the uh, technologies are moving very fast. So uh, uh, maybe somewhere some companies are already using very, very smart chat box. Uh, but at the end, uh, what I still believe as a, a loyalty expert is that really uh, people need people service. And then if you are already our brand member, you deserve a personal uh, service. 
So that's our belief that uh, uh, if you are recognized as a member, we wanted to service you as a member. Because really, uh, to be honest, uh, my personal experience, even I am like gold card of uh, uh, China Eastern Airlines, each time when I make the call, to, to redirect through all the automatic, uh, you press one, press two, blah, blah, all these kind of, it's making me like crazy. It's like, I don't like this. So I, I believe that for the high touch service industries, uh, 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 we still need this kind of uh, real personalized experience because I am the one who recruited you. I'm the one who is servicing you. I know you. And then uh, my answer will be most suitable for you. I see. Um, I I saw some uh, chatbots, uh, uh, vocal chatbots used by Ping and Bank, uh, calling you for actually commercial reasons. And the voice is extremely uh, uh, looks extremely genuine, extremely real. And the mm -hmm. answers are, are quite accurate when you talk to them. Um, so, uh, what, what's what's your what's your opinion on on those kind of of, of uh, AI um, uh, formulation of interaction with a, with a client. Is it something you integrate to actually reach out clients? Uh, I understand that to answer questions, you don't advise chatbots or at least second, second solution. But in, in, in terms of reconnecting with clients, are those chatbots from Pingan a good idea, do you think? I think it's a pretty good idea because uh, in fact, uh, when you are Yeah, in fact, when, uh, uh, when you are doing this kind of sales, uh, of, uh, especially for telesales, it can mm. be all designed. And then uh, uh, even you have a human there to do the call. To make the call, they are following the scripts, exactly what the, uh, right. the robot is following. So I, I believe this is uh, very efficient. And think about that, uh, uh, even a human is going to, uh, even they, they are following the script, sometimes they make mistakes. So if I use a, a robot who is exactly following the scripts, because uh, when you are doing the outbound sales, sometimes it's, it's really like uh, only following the scripts. When somebody is asking this and what is your answer, when he asking B, what is your answer? When he asks C, what is your answer? Or when he's asking something which you don't know, then what is the answer? So it's, in fact, it's, it's not that difficult to build into the, uh, the, the, the model. So I, I believe this is, a, this is the right way to do, and it will really be very efficient, saving a lot of manpower for the telesales. You, you mentioned many examples in the B2C. Uh, do you have some examples in B2B businesses? Yeah, in fact, uh, I, I think for CIM nowadays, uh, it's not only uh, B2C, but also uh, uh, good to see that uh, we have a lot of uh, brands which business model is B2B2C, like say uh, tires. Yeah. They don't sell directly to consumers. They rely on their distributors, their dealers, retail shops to sell to the uh, consumers, right? So how they are able to really enable their dealer staff at the shop to talk with the consumers and then also to empower them to enable them to to do uh, 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 to do targeted campaigns to call back or to activate their customer database and this is what uh, the all these b2b2c brands are working on so uh, uh, we, we we are providing this kind of uh, uh, not only the the, the backend CRM system but also like uh, the, the the dealer shop tools for the dealers to, to 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 be able to really to have their own small database and to leverage what's the big data uh, Michelin has collected to provide the insight to to the dealer like say why my business is good or bad? Is it because of my new customers or old customers? Like, uh, uh, if uh, and what are the business? Uh, 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 what are the share of, of business for the different services? And what is my benchmark with my uh, my neighbors? And then, if my business of the uh, of the new of the of the old customers are uh, uh, not so good, what do I do? 
So uh, there is like, a, okay, there is like a, a, a recommended intelligent campaigns for them to improve their KPIs, but the campaign design, in fact, is what uh, uh, we help the Michelin to design for uh, because of their big database. So uh, the campaign can be as simple as like, okay, I wanted to launch a campaign to recall my uh, 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 sleeping customers. So sleeping customers means that uh, who has been here one year ago, but not recently, and their average basket is like 1,000. So we just did this campaign and enabled the dealer to just like click on their own cell phone and say, I want this campaign to wake up my customers. And so they, for one dealer shop, they, they, they send out like a 200 SMS and they get like a one customer back with like a, a 800 uh, RMB basket purchase or transaction. So it's, it's like 200 SMS, it's, it's only like um, 20 quite something. So it's, for them, it's like, wow, this is like a, what CRM or the data has been able to make sure their operation can be more digital and intelligent. Uh, you just mentioned uh, SMS. It's interesting because we don't even think anymore sometimes about uh, sending SMS. Uh, could you tell us the different touch points you are integrating in your in your um, in your CRM? For instance, are you integrating mails like postal mails to send to send uh, to 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 be to say, hey, now it's time to send a, a, an email, a card to someone, a physical card. Uh, you have SMS. You have post, uh, pushing on WeChat. You are pushing emails. And email, actually, I don't know if you, if what yeah. you're thinking about emails in China. Could, could you tell us the different touch points you can have? Yeah, in fact, all the touch points we are able to integrate. It's more like uh, the, uh, the, uh, specific, uh, the uh, unique positioning of this brand, how they interact with their consumers. To give you example of SMS, why we are using SMS for Michelin? Uh, because uh, uh, we are servicing Michelin Tau Plus. So Michelin Tau Plus uh, is, uh, you know, Tau Plus, right? So it's like a, not only tire, but also like a fast fitting uh, uh, maintenance, this kind of uh, service. So once a car is in the shop like i'm doing the fast fitting i probably i won't wait until everything is done because the shop usually i don't feel comfortable sitting there i i think i'd better get a coffee next door so i leave my cell phone there and when it's done please call me so uh, very easily i like uh, for a customer registration or customer information collection cell phone is very simple very easy to get and so this the, the cell phone has become the unique id of michelin uh, customers linked to his car their car plate but better than so wechat because you, wechat can can be on mute right uh yes wechat so here wechat is a a, a complementary channel because think about like a, as a car owner usually you don't go to michelin wechat to see like oh what is the tire what is it's it's like the content itself is not so interesting the involvement is pretty low right yes of course michelin wanted to have their uh, uh wechat but then the content itself is not so exciting so uh, the cell phone has become the primary contact information and then for each uh, to give you an example, everybody is saying like, oh, EDM is like, uh, who has, a, who has a, a email address? Who is using EDM? Um, yes, we have like our top client, Sephora. Nowadays, they are using a lot of EDM. Why is that? Because uh, 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 EDM is the way to carry a lot of uh, uh, information about the beauty product, about the uh, beauty information. So EDM is electronic direct mailing, right? Yes. Yes. And okay, and just to as far I've been in China for nine years and emails have always been a mystery. People were not receiving emails. It was going in, in separate boxes because uh, the promotion goes in separate boxes of the 163.com. It's very, very difficult to reach out through a simple newsletter or simple system of, of email. Uh, and moreover, it seems that the open rate of emails is um, lower. I'm, 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 I'm not sure you, you can correct me, but it seems lower than in the West and it doesn't seem to get better. What, what's your feedback on this? I think it's 
still depending on the different brands because really uh, EDM in Sephora, it works uh, well. And it's, I think uh, <clears throat> no matter it's EDM, SMS or WeChat message, it's all about content relevancy. Okay. So for, to give you an example for Sephora, for the EDM we, we sent, uh, all the EDM, in fact, is personalized, powered by our recommendation engine. It's like saying like, hey, uh, uh, Mr. Matthew, uh, it's uh, uh, like, um, it, was, it was Mother's Day, so let's take Mother's Day as example. It's Mother's Day, we have this and that uh, theme uh, for, for your mother, for your wife, blah, blah, these kind of things. And then uh, 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 there is a one line of product, personal product recommendation which is unique to you, not to anybody else, because we know you and we have all your data and we also look like your data to, to see what are generally interested to this kind of segment. So it's more about the, 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 uh, uh, the uh, content relevancy. So we have tested that with this personal recommendation um, message, in fact, the open rate has been improved a lot, and, uh, but of course, like together with the open rate is the conversion rate. So it's uh, no matter what the channel is, <clears throat> I think it's more like about the relevancy. If it's not relevant, even it's like WeChat, you don't really care about WeChat, right? Mm. Okay, interesting. Thank you very much for, for your time. It's uh, nearly one hour, um, and it was very, very, very interesting. Um, do you have anything else you, you like to, to add up on, on what we said? Yeah, I, I think what we have already talked about is more like on the big brands, the leading brands, what are the, uh, what they are, they are practice on CIM, how they are trying to uh, really to, uh, to become uh, more and more competitive by unlocking all the data they have collected. Uh, but then another point is that uh, in China, we see a lot of small and medium enterprises who has to, uh, who has the need also to, to, to be uh, able to benefit from the data operation or digital operation. So that's why I talked in the beginning that uh, from last year uh, on, we, 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 we focus on streamline all our product, our offerings to become really light so that a small restaurant even is able to benefit from uh, a, 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 a good uh, uh, CIM solution. But, and so I believe- just, Yeah, that's an interesting topic. I think we, we have still like a, uh, four or five minutes. Um, so how how simple can you make it? Uh, actually, that's one of my questions. I didn't want to talk about other solutions from the West, uh, like Upspot, like MailChimp, like Active Campaign. Uh, those solutions, it's, it's very easy. You open an account, you plug with your, your, your website, or you plug with your ID from Facebook, whatever, and it's on. Very simple. Uh, when it's tailor-made, it's much more sophisticated, much more adapted, but it's a bit more complicated. So in terms of uh, serving SME, you have to make it more standard and more simple. Uh, how simple is it uh, to activate exactly. the solution? Yeah, so uh, thanks to WeChat Mini Program, we made uh, everything in WeChat Mini Program. So uh, <clears throat> for, uh, to give you an example, a restaurant, uh, uh, so a restaurant, uh, if he has only one store, it's okay, two stores, three stores, okay. So uh, let's imagine just one a restaurant with one store, uh, the, 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 the store owner has uh, uh, his access to see all the, uh, uh, all the, all the data collected uh, and then uh, uh, okay so maybe it's it's let's see what kind of data let's start from the consumer side so the consumer when they get into the store they can uh, uh, scan the QR code of the mini program and become a member and they do the uh, ordering ordering their food and do the checkout payment and then uh, <clears throat> they <clears throat> they uh, leave their message and they agree to become a member of the restaurant and then for the, uh, for the store side, uh, the store owner, they are going to see like, oh, it's like who is coming to my store, who ordered what, and who is uh, paying how much. Okay, if I wanted to uh, do a campaign, I just click like, okay, I wanted to improve my uh, 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 recruit new customers. So I click on the campaign of social viral uh, uh, coupon sharing. It's like a Pinterest coupon. 
So uh, Matthew, you are my first uh, uh, member, and when you receive this uh, coupon, like say you refer to, you share to five of your friends, you will get a big discount. Okay, so you, you bring friends, right? And then if I'm the owner, I say like, oh, I wanted to increase the basket size. Okay, I click the basket size increase campaign, then uh, it will uh, send messages to all my uh, uh, repeated customers, like say, okay, you buy how much you will get what free. So it's the older campaigns, as you said, it's like all automated and all the campaign ideas are really from what we have been servicing all the big KAs in the past years. We wanted to make sure that it can be streamlined as simple as like one click campaign for the store owner to do it. So it's like all WeChat mini program ecosystem through the consumer side to the store owner side. But do you integrate with existing uh, CRM like Salesforce or you build it from, from you, you, the, your no, clients have to use entirely your, no. your CRM? No, because... Uh, okay. Hello? Uh, entirely our solutions, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, to, 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 to finish the interview, to end the interview, um, last, last questions. Uh, what are the next steps in terms of CRM? We talked about facial recognition. You mentioned that actually it's not used yet in a, in a massive scale. But what's next? What do you have in mind for, the, uh, for let's say, 2020? Not too far away, because if it's too far away, we can think about everything, like facial recognition, everything. Uh, but if it's like next year, mm -hmm. what do you think will change in CRM? Um, for the next year, uh, I think, uh, yes, there are new technologies coming up. Uh, no matter what kind of technologies are coming up, it's making CIM more accessible to, uh, for big companies, it's accessible to like frontline staff. For small companies, it's uh, making it accessible for the, uh, the, the, the SME there to have their own CIM because uh, before SME, like say, if I talk about restaurants, they have to rely on Dianping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and they pay pretty handsome to get that kind of traffic. But then yeah. that traffic, in fact, don't belong to them. If yeah. they wanted to convert traffic to their own assets, they need their own CIM tool. So that's why okay. I say like, a more like the CIM and the data digital operation has has become really accessible to 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 uh, SMEs and also to the uh, sales staff for the uh, big companies. Okay, a democratization of, of CRM and more adapted CRM, proprietary CRM next year. More than actually, mm -hmm. you see that more as a trend, more than a technological breakthrough, which can, could take more time actually to to uh, to to be to be mainstream okay thank you very much and joyce it was very interesting very insightful uh pre with precise examples so thank you very much for sharing hope you enjoyed it thank you very much thanks bye bye everyone thanks for listening